Welcome to Daily Dose of Dawn. Apologize in advance for any background noise. Uh, you work like I do. Uh, it's just a part of life. It's very difficult to find a quiet place for any length of time. You can always, as you, I said, tweet at Donversations. Share your thoughts, views, opinions. I might even do some on it, some on air eventually. We'll see how that goes. This, I believe, is my either third or fourth podcast. My Twitter's been busy most of the last night and a good chunk of today. Um, If you get an account or follow it, you can kind of see what's going on. I don't feel like I really should have to explain that. But uh, since they are the topics in my mind and maybe a couple of the day I'd like to talk a little bit about hate speech uh, white privilege and a few other things that are going on headlines with the uh, migrant caravan and stuff so if you stay tuned be ready for that we'll be back Okay, welcome back. Again, apologize if you're picking up any background noise. Uh, I changed my mind, which uh, it's my podcast I'm allowed to do. Um, <coughs> you follow me on Twitter, you'll see those conversations. I'll get into it just a little bit here, and then I'm going to hopefully uh, just let it go a little bit after that. I want to be relatively quick and succinct to get it done so I can move on to things I actually do want to talk about that are equally, if not more important. The idea and the kind of debate that's going on is when you have a guy like Steven Crowder who has several times on his show indicated a willingness to talk to people with opposing views. That's in essence what it is. He calls them leftists, but uh, I think you could extend that a little bit to include people with opposing views. Now, he doesn't have to necessarily debate everyone who wants to debate him or talk to everyone who wants to talk to him but the problem I have is that when you make a claim of willingness and say that it's hard to find people who want to talk to you or debate with you that have an opposing view and then you get a guy like Cedar who responded even if the primary fault lies with Crowder's friends slash staff that work with and for him to not inform him. I mean, Crowder doesn't live under a rock, so at some point there's an accountability to it here that he needs to respond. And if, and if he says it's hard to find people to talk with or debate that have opposing views and then refuses or 
ducks or ghosts or whatever term you want to use, a guy like Cedar or whatever, then he owes his audience an explanation of why he's so selective. Because the statement as it stands with Cedar's answer saying he's willing is at the very least if it stands like it like it implies is misleading it's just wrong to mislead people who listen to you like that it's not honest and I want to give Crowder the benefit of the doubt because he seems like a honest guy but when you're a listener or a fan or a follower or just an observer I mean it's important for us to when people are in the public like that to uh, make sure that they're being honest with you with us so anyway that's kind of the the short version of that and I want to get into some other things uh, I want to start this is again kind of jumping off of Crowder because I watched his video where he was at TCU dealing with hate speech. And this is an ongoing thing among many topics in our society and government about what legally should qualify as hate speech and what should legally qualify as causing physical harm. Now, you can debate this a lot of different ways. But uh, as I said on Twitter, I talked with a friend of mine who happens to be an expert and a medical professional. And even though I'll give Crowder the uh, count, to some extent, the counter that it's in how you take it and you can choose to ignore them, but you, I think you could make a, uh, another medical counter from that, that while you can do that, it's still going to affect you. There's no way that verbal abuse or whatever, you know, is not going to at some fundamental level do something to you, even if you choose to ignore it. But uh, if there's a medical professional out there I'd like to get uh, that follows or wants to tweet me, I'd love to get your opinion on that. Um, I was talking with my, with my medical friend and we were talking about the uh, the idea of secondary harm, not necessarily death, but definitely physical harm that can result from neurological, psychological issues because of someone's speech to you that is maybe not necessarily hateful, but hurtful. Now, whether or not you, you can or should legislate that is a completely different matter, but the point being, you have to deal with things like this in all its aspects, and there are physical parts of the body that even though you can't see them, they're there, and they are, they can be affected by things. I mean, you can live in, you can be in de denial of, or choose to disregard things, but even that has a psychological effect on the brain that will 
echo out. And uh, that's, I would suspect that's medically explainable and provable. Again, a medical expert can probably verify that. And the other thing, so what I want to talk about next here is uh, this idea of white privilege. So stay tuned. We'll be back with that segment in a minute. Now, with white privilege, as I said, um, Crater has kind of done some videos on it, and there's some points at which he uh, he agrees. I don't know if I'm actually if I actually know all of them or if we're going to get into too many of them. Uh, but there are some premises here that are kind of interesting because I think that term is not only misleading but. I think white privilege, just as it might be defined by some, is actually inaccurate. A Crowder might use the ter- might say it's a myth, but the term exists, and people's way of defining it exists. Whether or not it makes it accurate, that's what uh, we debate, and hopefully, like rational, reasonable, respectful adults, Let's see. There's things about white privilege that are that seem kind of silly to me. I mean, if you're white, there's... I mean, I guess if you want to be satirical, you could say there are white privileges in this country. You have the privilege to be assumed that you're going to be a racist. You have the privilege, if you're a white male, to assume that... You are a rapist or a womanizer. Um, here's some satirical white privilege for you. As a white person, you have the privilege to, as a student, to go to school and be required to learn Spanish because of, and again, not trying to be racist, but there is, I mean, there is Spanish in the country, but it's becoming more the main language because of influx of Spanish-speaking people. So there's a privilege, sort of. You must learn, sp- there's requirements that, so, um, there's a, assumptions out there everywhere, and not just about white privilege. I mean, white privilege, you, they assume you're, thoughts, intentions, and speech about everything. And this isn't uh, just Democratic Party. This can be people in general. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Party, this is about the people around you. And the people around you, because we have as a society enabled them to think and act in their emotions and entitlement rather than respect and reason and dialogue even if we disagree i mean we can disagree amicably we can disagree and still get along to some extent but 
when you enable people to live in and act in their emotions and entitlement, you're not actually opening up a chance for dialogue of any sort. And this is another problem I have too because I see this in, in videos, not just Crowders, but this idea that people can't articulate certain things. Now, I think that might depend on what people believe it takes to be able to articulate something, but I think that if you're at all informed, if you have even a little bit of information and an opinion, and you can speak English in a relatively concise manner, then that counts. You can articulate. Articulation is not so much being able to lecture about it or know everything about what you're talking about. It's the ability to speak to something in an informed or, well, I shouldn't say or, and in most cases, an opinionated manner. Now, you have to be willing to be respectful and to listen to others. And if you're humble and honest, you can admit when you're wrong or when you did not have all the information. I think honesty is is an important trait. Anyway, to get back to hate speech a little bit, um, I don't think there's a way to really legislate it well. Because you have to not, um, you have to separate the emotional piece of it with the malicious piece of it. We tend to imply, or my, what might be a better word is impugn. We credit things to people that aren't necessarily there. So there again, you have the importance of clarifying intent. Because sometimes we misunderstand and in our entitled, emotionalistic, driven nature, we, we react. You, know, you can think of a Crowder or Joe Rogan or any number of comedians who say the potentially very humiliating mockery um, things in there because their lifestyle is that of a comedian doesn't necessarily make it hate speech It can for somebody who takes it too seriously, but most of the time things said in jest are just meant that way. They're meant to be taken as a way of making fun of ourselves. 
lacquer is a good thing. It's healthy for you. So don't don't take things too seriously. I mean, there's things that are important to take seriously, but comedians doing their job isn't necessarily one of them. That's probably about all I have for you for today. Um, as usual, I've just said many, many times, you can tweet me at Domversations if you have an account. Um, if you want to like or share the podcast, feel free. Uh, this is done in in between windows of my normal work. I'm hoping to eventually make more of a thing out of it. It's not monetized. It's not edited at all. It's rough and raw and frank, which if you knew anything about me in person, you would know that's very much me. Uh, So there's that. Um, If you... I get enough people who want to uh, start supporting this so I can do it more uh, full-time. I would love to set that up. Um, again, you can tweet at Domversations. Uh, let me know if that's something that enough of you are interested in. And uh, we can start doing this a bit more often because I'll have uh, more time. Later. <laughs>